Hey there, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I want to talk with you about creating winning offers. Yes, you've got some stuff to sell, and we want to help you sell it in the quickest, easiest, and obviously most delicious way possible. You're going to get some really practical tips about how you can put yourself out there and sell your stuff and sell it fast. Stay tuned for more tips coming to you after this short break. And we're back. But before we dive into today's episode, I just want to encourage those of you who haven't done so already to follow me on LinkedIn or Twitter, Denise G. Lee. And if you haven't done so already, please visit me at denisegelee.com where you'll receive more tips and detail and resources to help you grow your personal brand and or service-based business. Now let's get into it. Selling online can be really daunting and really hard because I don't know about you, but you can go on any social media, TikTok or just the insert whatever place you go on Instagram or wherever and it almost feels like everyone's telling you exactly that it's easy to sell and here's how if you pay 49.99 or whatever amount and they'll show you that it can be easy and they'll tell you about how they've made all their money I don't want to do that with you. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say that growing a business, any business is easy or that selling's easy. It's definitely something where you constantly have to try again and again and again and again and refine and make improvements. The best way that I think about it is just like riding a bike. We all, for the most of us, I'm not saying obviously there's not exceptions to the rule, but for the majority of us, for example, learning to ride a bike, it's not intuitive where you just get up on it and you automatically start riding a bike with ease and you never strip and fall, you never hit the wrong corner, or you never forget how to brake properly when you're going downhill, or just think about whatever example where it was, it seemed on the surface, it seemed easy because we're seeing people who are very adept making money. But for those of us who have been in the game, we know that it's not easy. So that is basically, I'm just laying the foundation and saying that give yourself a lot of grace, give yourself a lot of perspective about how you approach making sales, growing your business, all that stuff. Social media does a really fantastic job of making lots of people feel insecure about their abilities and how they're reacting with people and how they're selling. And nobody likes to talk about their losses, only wants to talk about their wins. That's why it's really important as you're listening to all of this that I have to say in terms of tips about how to sell online. I want to help you put in the perspective that is this is definitely a trial and error thing. And one of the things that I wish that somebody told me that I'm telling you right now is give yourself that space to allow yourself to learn and grow. Give yourself that time, that permission. I'm not going to sit here and tell you it's 30 days or 90 days or a year or six months. Everybody's business is different. Obviously, if you're my client, we're working with one another, we can set a little bit more tangible goals and things that, that that need to be worked on for growing your business. But I just want to 
set the expectations and let you know that it's okay if it takes six months, a year or two years or whatever, how long it takes because this business is really not so much about you. It's about how you're able to impact people, how you're able to make a difference, how clear you are about what you're doing and why you're doing and attracting people who are on board with that. There are so many people in the world do not believe for a second just because one person today says no that the next person doesn't say yes. So I'm just laying all this to say that everything that I have to say, put it through the lens of you're growing, you're exploring, you're going to be learning new things along the way. The people who need your help right now, they may take some time. We've heard so many people say that it takes about six to eight touches. Heck, sometimes I would go to six to 20 touches. When I say touches, I mean the amount of exposure to your brand. It, it requires people who are not just interested in you, but interested in the product or your service and interested in making that decision right now. It's not really so much about the money because trust and believe, think about things that you've wanted. If you really want it, you'll find a way to scrap, scrap the money together, ask friends, put it on the credit card. We know that people who really want something will make them find a way and a means to get it. That being said, let's get into selling and selling with ease. Specifically, I'm, I'm really talking to people who are selling courses or products or services online. Now, the first tip that I wanted to say is do your research. That's definitely something that I myself did not do too sufficiently. And when I say research, I'm going to break it down a lot more simpler. For example, if you go on a website called answerthepublic.com, again, the website is answerthepublic.com, you can literally discover what people are asking about. You can put in keywords or topics or brands or issues, and then you can search based on the country. Now, obviously, if you pay for the premium services, you can get a little bit more information, but answerthepublic.com is a great way to do some research. Another way that you can go is literally think about what you're selling, think about what you're planning on selling, and go on eBay, go on Instagram, go on Amazon reviews, look at what people are saying, look at what they say they love, what they don't love, what they're really looking for, why they fell in love with this particular product or service. Oftentimes, the people are screaming right in your face what they want. Your job is to literally just take the time and and make sure that you're doing your research. Now, if you needed to do some introspective and ask yourself, is this something that you really think people are like versus what you think the public actually wants? Let me say that another way because I, I think I garbled it. What I'm trying to say is we have an idea of what we think people want, but there is the reality. And what you're trying to do is reconcile the difference between what you're seeing out there, what they want versus what you think you want. I've seen this done tons of times where I'm thinking about this one particular client I was working with and she was selling this product and she had a dead set idea that this is what the public wants. I know it because I love it. But upon doing some research, we started looking at hashtags. We started looking at some other searches on Google Trends and whatnot. We realized that it was little to no interest in this particular thing that she wanted to sell. So we had to pivot and think about something else that was popular, was something that 
there was momentum on. Not to say that we can't create things that will later become popular. For example, Jeff Bezos. Not, he was originally with Amazon. It was an online bookstore. And then it, then it morphed into an online platform to sell different products and services. And now it's just a big beast where they're selling everything under the sun, cars, Whole Foods, this newspaper, all this stuff. But it took a lot of time and money to research it wasn't just he just went to the market and started selling stuff. So I'm encouraging you to set, if it needs to be like set two hours on a timer, turn off your phone, eliminate all the other distractions, and just literally go search for something that's similar to what you're selling or planning on selling and see the popularity, see what people were saying. Oftentimes, like I said earlier, they are telling you right clear as a bell, hey, I like this product because it did me this X, Y, and Z benefit, or I didn't like this from this particular brand because it include this in features. It was shot, it was not made well, or I didn't like the fabric or the stitching. You need to think about exactly what your ideal audience is looking for. Don't guess. Do not try to think that somehow if you put it to the market, people will swarm for it. It doesn't work that way. Oftentimes, the expression is true. You literally do have to follow the money. If you're seeing something that is selling like hotcakes, odds are there's probably good reasons behind that. Now, I do want to have a caveat. I do want to say something because I think this is really important to, to mention. There are people who only follow the trends, and that can really backfire if you don't have a long-term vision for your business goal. For example, the other day, my husband and my son, they went to the mall just to kind of hang out. And my husband sent me this very interesting screenshot of a a vendor. They were selling some type of protective, personal protective equipment through this vending machine. And there was this notice that was put on it, I believe, by the landlord of the mall that was saying, you're delinquent, you're, you're two months behind, pay $1,800, or you're risking to be evicted, meaning the vending machine to be removed from the the premises. And I looked at the image of all that stuff, the masks and the facial wipes and the hand sanitizers and stuff like that. And that was not a viable business. Yes, it was hypey at the time, obviously, when they got the vending machine and they had the vending machine installed, but it was just not a long-term thing. So, But it was popular at the time, probably. Obviously, they wouldn't set that stuff up if they didn't have any, any perceived demand on it. But in the long term, it wasn't viable. And as such, the market spoke and they were falling behind on the ink their ability to pay their rent. I don't want that happening to you. I don't want you to just follow something that may appear very popular, but will not last long-term. So as you're researching, that's another thing that I want to say to you. So as you're researching, you're doing and you're looking and exploring at different things, ask yourself, is this something long-term? Is this definitely something that people will grow into? They can expand into other products or services that will complement what you're trying to sell right now. We're not going to sell something that has a short lifetime or a short ability to for people to want to come back over and over again. And then going back to the vending machine example, since it's fresh in my mind, I think that 
you can benefit from hearing what I have to say. The other reason is why in the world would people pay premium for hand sanitizers and wipes and stuff like that when more and more of the people are getting vaccinated and loosening the restrictions on having face masks and premises or in the fact that they can get it cheap, much cheaper online. There's, it wasn't a viable business. Ask yourself the deeper questions. When you're selling, ask yourself, is there a cheaper spot? For my ideal client, is something cheaper? Is this long-term? Is this something that they can keep coming back and back? Is there something where I can definitely cut costs while increasing my profit? Is this something that I can definitely evolve into something bigger? Don't chase short-term profits. I know it's really, really tempting, especially online when everyone's telling you that you can make a fast buck fast fast but quick, that you should be just chasing these cheap solutions. And I, I want to encourage you not to do that. Always think long-term, always think strategically. As, and when you're doing your research, ask yourself, is this something that is being sold? Is it fatty? Is it something that is something that you know that somebody will keep coming back again and again and again? I'm not in the business of trying to help people sell quickish, fattish Things. I'm in the business of ha- having people grow their businesses on scalable solutions so that they can be able to have people coming back again and again and again and not just for one ter- one time purchases only. Think sustainable. All right. Now, let's, we've talked about getting curious and doing some research. I also want you to start asking yourself some really better questions. And I want you to when I say ask better questions, for oftentimes we think to ourselves, let's say, for example, we're selling flip-flops. And I'm saying flip-flops because I'm staring at flip-flops. Now, we, we let's just say that we've done our research, we've gone online, we see what people are liking in terms of the style and the functionality, what they don't like, price points, all that stuff. And we're looking at it and we're thinking to ourselves, now, we know what the market is asking for. Now let's ask ourselves, who do we really want to work with? Who do we really want to work with? Because even if we understand what the market is is saying, we can't have cast a wide net and try to attract everybody. We need to attract people who have bought into the lifestyle that we want to sell. Because remember, we're selling ideas. We're not selling products or services. And we have to base our ideas of that lifestyle and that I, that function of how they want to live on to how we market ourselves and how we sell online. Going back to the flip-flops example, I'm looking at my flip-flops right now. I have a particular flip-flop um, that I wear, and it's, called, it's from a company called Tealic. It's really good shoes, by the way, and I graduated from from Crocs to Tealix, and one of the reasons why wasn't because of the slick marketing. It was because of the fact that it was they were selling to me something that I believed, and I, the belief system that I had was that good footwear adapts to your current lifestyle needs. And for example, the, the shoes that I have are reacts much more better to heat. Like for example, as I'm wearing it, it kind of molds to the way my feet is. The Crocs, even though it was kind of comfortable, didn't have that same type of those features. I believed in paying premium because I realized that 
quality footwear helps prevent back pain, prevents all these other health problems. It's not just something stylish to wear. It's something that will help support and complement your my health, my longevity. That was baked into why I decided to make the shift, for example, from going from wearing from Crocs shoes to Telex shoes. When you're trying to sell, think about that person. Think about their value system. Think about the things that really matter most to them. And then dial in and ask yourself, okay, is this the kind of person that this is the person that I want to work with. Let me style everything that would complement that mindset, that ideology. A lot of times we make things so complicated as human beings. We want to try to sit here and sell to everyone. And the fact of the matter is we can't sell to everyone. If we're trying to sell to everyone, we're trying, we're selling to no one. But by dialing in and getting really curious about the lifestyle behind why people like certain things and certain products... That speaks to them on a much more personal level than trying to sell to everyone. For example, let's give another example. The people that appeal, that want to shop at Target are not really the same people that shop at Walmart. When you go think about, for example, the customer experience at Target, for example, you go in there, it's bright, it's airy, there's always, they call their workers, their team members, and they have this environment where they're promoting sustainable use, green, friendly, helping the community. I'm not to say that Walmart doesn't do it, but when you're going to Walmart, you're not really interested in the necessarily the lifestyle of the economy, uh, not the economy, the environment and community efforts. When you're going to Walmart, you're just going for cheap toilet paper <laughs> and just regular staples. I mean, yeah, of course, you know, Walmart does stuff in the community, but Walmart has a different emphasis because their clientele is slightly different. And they understand that these people are mostly working class people who just want stuff, right? Versus the people at Target, they have a little bit more buying power. They want something that lasts a little bit longer. So they'll invest a little bit more. They are more college educated, so they, they, they appeal to them on certain levels that would only appeal to people who have been exposed to um, environmental issues, social justice issues, all the other stuff, right? Again, think about really who that person is, and I want you to dial into it. Think about the music they listen to, the food they eat, the the people they hang out with, where they go shop. Think about the whole lifestyle from soup to nuts. And as you're thinking about that, I want you to start writing about how can you incorporate those kind of ideas as you sell your stuff online. And it, mention about their family, mention about their friends, mention about mention things that really appeal to where they are in their current life. There's something very appealing to me, for example, when I think about the clothing that I buy, I typically, <laughs> when I'm not, you know, obviously wearing my my coat, my coaching clothes, like my typical uniform of, you know, earrings and, you know, a nice blouse or whatever. Like when I'm not working, I'm typically wearing athlete leisure wear. I spent a lot of years working as a personal trainer. So that's kind of hard to kind of shake that off of me. So I wear clothes that are have a lot of pockets, a lot of utility. They wick off moisture easy, that kind of outdoor lifestyle. 
and because I like to spend time in the outdoors and I really, really do enjoy things that kind of support that lifestyle. That So when I'm looking on stuff, when I'm looking to buy shoes or clothing or something like that, I'm always, my eyes always geared to images of people in the woods or images of people going camping or doing something where they're exploring nature because I envision myself in that environment and that's why I buy it. Again, people are really envisioning being in that lifestyle that you're trying to sell. Sell the lifestyle, sell what they want, and then then you need to be focusing on actually showcasing the features. A lot of people, they focus on just the features, but not enough of the benefits, not enough of the lifestyle. Get focused on it. That needs to be scattered throughout everything that you talk about on your social media pages, on your market, your sales pages. All of that needs to be dialed in and focusing on them. And I know for, let me give for example of the personal brands, because I know for a lot of you guys who are listening, you guys are your own personal brands. Your personal brand has to be 100% authentically you, but geared to one particular person in mind. For example, like I gave you that, you know, I, I do have two sides of me where I do like the business casual look, but I also have that outdoor look. I, for the purpose of, of promoting myself as a business coach, if you go on my website, for example, on denisegelee.com, you're not going to see me wearing cargo pants and a t-shirt and my hair looking scruffy because that's not the image that I know that people who are seeking services that are mine are looking, it comes to their mind. That's not the ideal image. You have to sell the image that people are looking for, not what you want to feel comfortable in, but what makes them feel assured and confident that you are the expert, that you know your stuff, that you are providing them the solutions that you need. Same thing goes if you're selling shoes or clothing or something like that. Have people and images that support the idea that this is where I need to be. This is going to provide me what I want. And I can trust that this brand understands my lifestyle, understands my needs, understands my background. Will I lie to you and say that sometimes you may hit a dud and you might post something and you do not get any good reception because people are not feeling it. That happens. It's life. It's social media. It's marketing. Go back. And that's why it's so emphasis. When I say you're researching, you're also researching about how people are reacting to certain posts, how people click and view certain pages. Get real nerdy and ask yourself, and examine what people are drawn to, what's most popular, not just obviously with the market, but with within your stuff. Give yourself some time. Give yourself at least 90 to 180 days. Give yourself that leeway to not change anything. Put something out to the market. See how people are reacting to it. Right. Make mental notes about when people comment, when people don't comment, when people are send you inquiries. Why are people, what is most popular? It's not a cut and dry thing where you have to stay stagnant. I definitely believe that if you haven't done so already, please, please, please take some professional photography or at least use a very good camera as you promote yourself or promote your product or service. Don't rely on just your iPhone or your Samsung. I know that we've done some really leaps and bounds in terms of improving that technology, but honestly, nothing does quite well than a professional photographer. 
to capture your essence, your smile, and obviously the quality of your product or service. This conversation can go well, well, much longer than what I'm talking about, but I just want to give you just the highlights and say that give yourself that space, give yourself that um, leeway to allow time to to sell and sell with confidence. Give yourself at least 90, 90 to 180 days to review what you're doing and see what's working, what's not working. Do your research, go online. Uh, I gave some resources, for example, askthepublic.com or go on on eBay, go on to user boards, look at, go to Facebook groups, literally see what people are talking about, what they like, what they don't like. Get really curious. Think about the lifestyle that you're trying to sell. You're not selling a product or service. You're selling something that fits with how they want to live, work, or play. Make sure that you're dialing in on it. And then lastly, as you're doing that, make sure that you're constantly allowing yourself that space to research about what's working, what's not working, and making those mental notes. Please don't do the mistake that I've done in the past where after one post or one type of sales page that didn't, or one promotion or whatever that didn't go well, I I'm, I'm felt like I had to trash everything and start all over. No, just make make some notes, do your research, and make small adjustments. Don't make a lot of adjustments all at once. And that's the best way for you to research what you're doing and making sure that you're obviously selling and selling with ease. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. If you've got any questions or concerns, please write to me at hello at denisegelead.com. Love to keep the conversation going. And if you really, really like what you've been hearing, be sure to forward this podcast to a friend or somebody else that you know could benefit. I want this community to grow and connect with me on socials. I think that's it. That's it. So again, thank you so much for listening. And I'm hoping that you can be able to sell and sell more with ease. With that being said, thanks for listening. Take care and be awesome.